Is the food you eat causing more inflammation? Today I want to review some top inflammatory causing foods to avoid. So you are going to want a notebook and pen for this episode as I go over seven top inflammatory causing foods to avoid and I also give their swaps. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Welcome back to the show. I am so happy to have you here. And today we are going to be talking about is your food that you are eating causing more inflammation? I want to talk about some top inflammatory causing foods that you will want to avoid, especially if this is an area where you are concerned about your heart health, if you are concerned about some inflammation that you are having in your body. You know, what's so funny is that funny, not funny, but so many people are going to their doctors and they are showing that they have inflammation in their body, but the doctors are just saying, yeah, you have inflammation and they're sending them on their way. They're not truly getting the, the why and the how and the what to do next. And so yes, dietary and lifestyle changes go a long way to changing the inflammation in your body, to reducing and reaving and even removing the toxic inflammation in your body. So you are going to want a pen and a notebook for this episode as we talk about seven top inflammatory causing foods to avoid, and I'm going to give you some swaps as well. So if you have been diagnosed with inflammation, but you were just kind of left scratching your head like, I'm not really sure what I can do about that, this is a really good place to start. So I'm going to give a list of some inflammatory causing foods and you may or may not be eating all of these. You may know that a lot of these are already causing inflammation, but it's hard, right? It's, it's easy, it's quick, so it's hard to maybe avoid these. Well, I, I hope by the end of this, you are encouraged and you are motivated to really discipline yourself in this area if this is a cause of concern for you. Okay, so the first one is processed meats. So these are meats that are smoked, cured, salted, dried. You wanna think things like cold cuts, bacon, salami, chipped beef, beef jerky, sausage, those kinds of meats. They have a higher percentage of carcinogens in them, which is cancer-causing. Carcinogens are cancer-causing, and they are highly inflammatory to the body. So the CRP, which is a C-reactive protein, 
that's an infl inflammation marker. Not every doctor is going to test for that. So if you are concerned, this is just a side note, if you are concerned about your inflammation in your body, I would highly recommend asking for a CRP test to find out how much inflammation is in your body. So I do talk about that in episode 127 where you can look into specific testing if this is something you're concerned about. So processed meats are definitely meats you want to avoid and some healthier swaps can be those grass-fed or and, and finished meats, pasture meats. Um, you're looking for nitrate and nitrite-free meats. So you want the more, more sustainable, sustainably raised, no hormones, no antibiotics meats because you're taking in what your the animal was eating or given in the form of hormones or um, anything else that they would give. So you don't want that because then we eat that. So number two, fried foods. And I know that you know fried foods should be a big no-no, right? But that is something that is really common that people are still eating. But the reality is there are a high amount of trans fats in fried foods which the trans fats are simply those unhealthy fatty acids. And they are linked to a long list of health concerns. Issues like heart disease, for example, they are also raising your CRP levels. So your CRP markers that are that marker of inflammation. So that's again, cause for concern. And so something that you really should avoid if that's something that you're eating a lot and you are knowing or you're feeling like you have a lot of inflammation in your body. So an easy swap would be switch to grilled meats or broiled meats and just to really avoid the fried foods. Number three, artificial sweeteners. Now art artificial sweeteners, they're everywhere, right? And it's a false sense of security that we are thinking that we are doing a better thing for ourselves, a better choice because it's not sugar. Well, the problem is, is that word artificial. If it's got that word in there, automatically your body does not recognize it, okay? It, it just makes sense that your body would not recognize it. Being that your body is fearfully and wonderfully made, the foods and the, the things that it's going to respond to are going to be natural. If it was grown in the ground, if it can rot, then that's gonna be better for your body. But if it's shelf stable, or if it was created in a laboratory, not necessarily better for your body. And what happens is when we, we take in these artificial sweeteners is it really disrupts our gut microbiome. It really kind of um, can lead to a lot of gut issues like leaky gut and other intestinal issues. So we wanna be mindful of that. There's even, inflammation to the liver that they can cause. So you really would prefer to stay away from those for an overall uh, sense of health, total health. They're not the best thing. There's a big marketing uh, push for artificial sweeteners and there has been, but the reality is they're just not all they're cracked up to be. So I did an interesting episode, um, episode 123 on aspartame poisoning on the podcast. And so it's just an interesting 
real life story of a client that went through aspartame poisoning. So it would be interesting for you to check that out. But what would be a healthy swap? Well, you've got the plant-based stevia options. So stevia is created from a plant. It's a plant that they are getting the sweetener from the leaves and coconut sugar is another good option. Monk fruit is another good option. The, the fourth inflammatory causing food to avoid would be high fructose corn syrup. Goes hand in hand with those artificial sweeteners really, but it's so bad for our bodies. It is, the problem is it's found in so many uh, processed foods, juices, sodas, candies, and sometimes even um, condiments. You're seeing it in condiments like uh, barbecue sauce and ketchup and things like that. So really you just kind of want to avoid that. What that can do also is cause some gut issues, but it's really causing some inflammation, especially in the joints. So what are some healthy swaps? You've got your maple syrup, natural maple syrup. You've got your honey, agave, cane sugar, and brown rice syrup. So these are all more natural options for you to switch to. And then number five, vegetable and some seed oils like canola oil. Really should avoid those. They are highly processed and they are refined oils, which can trigger inflammation in the body, especially due to their high omega-6 ratios. So the high, the high omega-6 fatty acid content is pushing us into an imbalance of having more omega-6s in our body than omega-3s. And we really want to have a good balance between the omega-3, 6, and 9s in our body. So what would be a healthier swap? Well, olive oil, but interesting fact about olive oil, it's not the best for high temperature heat. You really want to have that on low or medium heat because you don't want it to, it, it won't necessarily get rancid, but it loses some of its healing, its um, health benefits. So you wanna keep it at more of a low temperature heat. That's why it's so good for salad dressings too, to make your homemade salad dressings. But some good high temperature heat um, options are uh, coconut oil, avocado oil, macadamia nut oil, which is really flavorful. They are, um, they have a higher smoke point. So again, no rancidness and you're still getting all of the nutritional benefits. There's also ghee and some grass-fed butter. Those are some great options too. Number six, you've got those refined carbohydrates. Those carbohydrates that are simple and they turn into sugar almost instantly in the body, which is raising the glycemic index, which simply means how fast it's raising the blood sugar levels in the body. They're also stripped of fiber. So you're really not getting a lot of fiber, if any. There's not much nutritional value in refined carbohydrates. And honestly, that's why they add vitamins and minerals to foods like cereal. You'll see the, the additional vitamins added and they have to add it because it's been stripped of any nutrition that it naturally had. So what would be a good healthier swap? Healthy grains like um, millet, spelt, couscous, farro, whole grains. You've got quinoa, which is like a seed-like grain and cooks up beautifully just like rice. 
You've got those sprouted grains, which are fabulous. Sprouted grains are in um, breads like Ezekiel bread, which is generally found in the freezer section, but you've got those Ezekiel bread options that are all sprouted grains. And so your body knows just what that is and responds very nicely to that. They're in their natural state. These grains are in their natural state. So your body will appreciate that and, and respond to it even better. And then number seven, the number seven top inflammatory causing food isn't really a food, it's a drink and that's alcohol. And I'm sure you know this, but alcohol, high amounts will contribute to inflammation in the body. And again, that's another thing that is raising that CRP marker in our blood. So we really want to um, be mindful of that. I know there was a really big, um, not really a big push, but like a big discussion point topic, a health point on red wine being good for the heart. And yes, that's true, but we're really talking about five ounces a day in Usually our wine glasses are much larger than five ounces and we're filling it a couple of times. So again, just something to be mindful of. Too much alcohol can cause inflammation. It's also not great to make it a healthy, uh, to make it a nightly habit. So what are some swaps? Have your alcohol very occasionally. You can switch to a mineral water with fresh uh, fruit squeezed in there, some sparkling flavored waters. Um, different options there and just being really mindful to not have a lot of alcohol because that's causing more inflammation to your body. So I do have some episodes that you can go back and check that are relating to this. Episode 108, do you want to feel more confident in your eating habits? That's a good one to check out. And then referring to inflammation, episode 117, how does toxic inflammation affect chronic disease? This is an episode I did with Dr. Todd Frisch and it was so eye-opening. It was a great episode, so I really know that you will enjoy that. So just to recap the top seven inflammatory causing foods to avoid, number one, processed meats, number two, fried foods, three, artificial sweeteners, four, high fructose corn syrup, five, vegetable and some seed oils, six, refined carbohydrates, and number seven, alcohol. So this is something that I go into in much more detail in my Raising the Bar for Wellness 12-week program. This program fully encompasses mind, body, and spirit health. And this is a self-paced study that you can do a deep dive into your health and you can go at your own pace and you will have lots of resources and lots of helps along the way for you there. So if you know that you are interested in doing a deep dive into your health, this would definitely be a great avenue for you to research into. And just stay tuned for more information on that later. Um, you also can email me at michelle at treasuredwellness.com if you would like to get your name on the wait list because I will be uh, taking names um, at any time. The program will be coming out very soon and so just stay tuned for more information on that. Okay, so those are the top seven inflammatory causing foods to avoid and their swaps. 
Listen, at the end of the day, you need to listen to what your body is saying and you can recognize when food that you are eating is causing problems, causing harm. The best way for you to remember, right, because we're so busy and we just get through our days and then we fall into bed at night and we're doing the same thing in the next day, but the best way is to track it. Keep track of what you're eating and how it's making you feel. If you are eating too much bread, for example, and your joints are hurting, maybe your knuckles or your elbows, your knees, your just joints are hurting, that is your body telling you something. So by writing it down, tracking it, and keeping consistent um, detailed notes on what's going on, it's going to better be able to help support you as you're making these lifestyle changes. So I do encourage you to do that. Um, it's really, really helpful. And it's just, it makes such a difference in how you are doing with your, with your health. So I definitely encourage you to do that. And if you have any questions or any talking points that you would like me to discuss, go ahead and shoot me an email, michelle at treasuredwellness.com and put it out there and I would be happy to address that. I want to leave you with a verse. It is in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 23. It says, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. So what's that saying? What is Paul saying here? Look, you can eat whatever you want, right? There's no law. We are not held to the law anymore because of the grace of Jesus. However, is everything you're eating beneficial? Is it building up your body? Is it fueling your body or is it taking away? Is it draining you? Is it making you less energetic? Is it making you tired and feeling lethargic? Is it giving you pain? If that is the case, it's not beneficial. So is it something that you should be reaching for? And it's a hard question, right? Because we want what we want when we want it. And so it's just one of those things where we have to be really mindful to discipline ourselves really we need to take intentional action and discipline ourselves to take better care of ourselves so that we reduce the toxic inflammation in our body and we are no longer struggling with the joint pain and the headaches and the migraines and maybe not sleeping well and maybe just having some gut issues that's not fun. I mean, nobody wants to be feeling that way. We want to strive for optimal health, but it's not so much a striving if you are really listening to your body and your body will tell you. And it's just more of a, a decision. You just have to make a decision like, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, you know, I, I value myself. I am worthy. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And I I really value myself and I want to treat myself better. And so by doing that, you will feel so much better and you will work towards that optimal health that you were looking for and the abundant health, health and the abundant life that Jesus wants for us. So I definitely encourage you to consider making a switch. If there's like one food group here I listed that you really know that you need to like, that's it. 
that's the one. That's the thing that I keep on doing. I keep on eating that and I know I feel terrible and I know that it's just not good for me, but I can't stop. You need to give it to the Lord. You need to turn to him. Matthew 6, 33, I believe it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added to this and provided for you. So if you're asking and you're seeking for God to help you, he will help you in this area because he doesn't want you to be sick. He doesn't want you to be stuck in bondage to something that is not serving you. So I definitely encourage you to dig into the word, seek God first and foremost, as you are getting ready to make the changes that you need to make for your body. Also, um, if you know that you have a lot of inflammation in your body, um, that toxic inflammation, and you want to remove it, then I highly recommend um, reaching out and just saying, hey, you know, like I really want to get on an anti-inflammatory protocol that I can work towards consistently with support. And, you know, I would be happy to help you through that because with accountability, with support, with coaching, you're able to achieve the goals that you're setting out to do. You've got the discipline that you are disciplining yourself, you're taking intentional action, and you are moving forward. But there are some support helps that can help you along. You know, it's not another diet fix, it's not another you know, one size fits all approach because there is no one size fits all approach. We are all created fearfully and wonderfully and we have to respect that and respect the creator and respect ourselves. So knowing that you are unique, that you, like your food that you're eating may affect you, but somebody else eats it and they're fine, it's okay, it doesn't matter. You know that it's affecting you and that's the important part. You need to focus on that and fix it so that you feel better, so that you have more energy and you feel physically and mentally and emotionally strong to be able to pour into those you love. Because as the heartbeat of your home, you are doing all of the things. And when you learn how to better care for yourself, it's that beautiful trickle-down effect that helps take care of other people in your family as well. So be the change that you are wanting to see in, even in yourself and you just keep taking one step forward and then the next step and then the next step and before you know it you have made amazing lifestyle changes and you can look back and look how far I've come look how far God has brought me and it's just a really beautiful thing okay so I just want to leave you with that verse Write that down, maybe post it on a sticky note. 1 Corinthians 10, 23. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permiss permissible, but not everything fills up. Father God, help us to turn to you for every area in our health. Help us to seek you first for everything. Help us to understand that while everything is permissible, not everything is beneficial. Give us wisdom and discernment in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today. And if you are ready to take four weeks to getting clear and focused on your health, 
while reducing the toxic inflammation in your body? Then join me for a 30-day anti-inflammatory gentle cleanse and detox. This is where you can detoxify and cleanse your body with weekly support sessions and recipes, a meal plan, a guidebook, some wonderful homeopathy drops, and even urinalysis testings. So reach out to me. The link will be in the show notes for that. This is a great way to see how eating anti-inflammatory really affects your body in a good way. And really one of the healthy side effects is weight loss because as you are reducing that toxic inflammation, you are shedding that toxic weight. So it's a wonderful win-win all the way around. So if that interests you, the link is in the show notes. Go ahead and click on that and let's get started. All right, have an amazing week and remember, 